You are listening to Profit Without Worry, episode number 99. Let's talk today about getting started with marketing funnels because they are a big key to creating profit without worry for your own business. Hey there, I'm Michelle Evans, and this is the show where coaches, experts, and business owners like us get real about what it takes to create a profitable online business. I can tell you from experience that nonstop hustle plus random acts of marketing do not equal success. So how do we attract a steady flow of clients and sales without all the hustle? This is the Profit Without Worry podcast. Well, hello, welcome back, and thanks for tuning in. So I've got a question for you. Have you downloaded your free guide, The Five Steps to Profit Without Worry? It's super easy to do, and it will help you a lot with today's episode. Just go to ProfitWithoutWorry.com forward slash free, and you can download the guide to get on your path to Profit Without Worry. And I'd love to connect with you. It's super easy to do. You can email me, Michelle at MichelleLEvans.com, or hit me up on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Tag me and use the hashtag ProfitWithoutWorry so I see your message. Ask a question, leave a comment, or just say hi. I love to put a face with your name and know who's tuning in each and every week. Okay, let's dive into today's show. So the question I get asked all the time is, what is a funnel? What's a marketing funnel? What's a sales funnel? What's a funnel? Uh, Because you'll hear all that. And I like the KISS metrics definition. And they say a funnel is a set of steps a visitor needs to go through before they can reach the conversion. It's a bunch of gates or touch points before you reach the ultimate journey. Now, a conversion is the end result, but it is business specific which touch points are that take you to get there. And so that's their definition. And so that is a mouthful. I mean, let's just be really real here. It's a kind of defining mouthful. So let's break it down for us because often people get sidetracked by what tech to use for my funnel or technology is so overwhelming or I don't know what to write for an email or I don't know what to put on my landing page or, you know, all sorts of other things to make this all tricked out. And let's be honest here. Those things are important because sales don't just magically happen the moment somebody discovers your business, right? If you build your website, nobody's going to be like rushing to you to throw money at you, especially in the online world. I don't know anyone who hangs their virtual shingle, you know, basically their website with just a buy now button because nobody would get any sales. I mean, you know that if your website was just buy now, people would hit your website and then they'd leave and they'd be like, I, I'm not ready to buy because it takes a lot more effort than that. I mean, it's kind of like putting up a Tinder profile, for example, with let's get married. (laughs) No one would swipe right on your picture because no one's ready for that level of commitment yet. The same thing happens when somebody stumbles across you online. Instead, you need to take your visitors on a journey, which some online marketers call a sales funnel, a marketing funnel, or just a plain old funnel. You'll hear all those um, terms put in there. In your funnel, it's really important to lead your visitors through four stages before really 
asking them to buy from you. And each of these stages is as important as the other, and they each build on one another. So, you know, tighten up because we're about to look at each part of this journey together so that then you'll be able to attract the right people into your business. You'll be able to, you know, engage with them and nurture them and get them ready to want to buy from you. All right, so the four stages of a marketing funnel. Let's talk about this one by one. So stage one, marketing funnel stage one is to attract the right audience. Look, I cannot tell you this loudly enough, more boldly enough. Like if you saw me in person, this would be like a Las Vegas sign with, you know, blinking lights and like, pay attention to me. If you don't attract the right audience into your into your, you know, lead magnet or anything else that comes after that, it does not matter how brilliant of a marketer you are. They're not going to buy. So really a great marketing approach for your business and a great marketing approach for your marketing funnel is to start off by attracting your actual audience. And this takes some focus. This is actually probably the number one hardest thing that I work on with my clients and students is really getting clear on your audience. And, you know, I don't know who did it years and years ago, but somebody out there, you know, threw out this client avatar thing that everyone kind of gloms onto. And if you have been struggling with your client avatar, I want to invite you to step away from the client avatar worksheets that it seems like every single online course has. And the reason for that is this. If you have a product, program, event, mastermind, you know, um, service, some sort of solution that you're selling, you're selling lots of it and you know exactly who buys it, a client avatar sheet is amazing for you. If you, however, have a newer business or you're selling a newer product or service or you're not very well known and you don't have a huge audience that is already buying your stuff left, right, and center, a client avatar worksheet can really be a a blocker for your business. I mean, I don't know a better way to say it because... When you try to say, all right, my client avatar, and I know I've talked about this a number of times, but I can't talk about it enough because people get stuck on this all the time. And they'll say, my client avatar is Lucy. Lucy is a 40-year-old mom of three who works out of the home and blah, 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 blah. That's all great. It's great to know that stuff about your people only if you're already selling a lot. But my question always goes way deeper than that. What's Lucy's problem? What's waking Lucy up at night? Why is she looking for a product, a program, or a solution like what you offer? And for many people, they cannot answer that. They'll say, well, my offer is really great because of X, Y, and Z. And so if you're sort of holding out your hands and waving them around and saying, but my, you know, service, um, includes four calls a month and unlimited email and Voxer. That's great. But what's the problem that you're solving? And, and I, 
I really can't emphasize this enough. If you're not clear on the problem that you're solving for your audience, if you're not clear on where your audience is already at talking about that problem, you're going to have a really hard time attracting the right people. Now, in the next episode, episode number 100, I'm going to go through how you can test and find where your audience is at because this is probably the number one biggest blocker that I see with everyone I've ever worked with is where the heck are my audience? Where are they hanging out? How do I connect with them? You know, do I just have to do ads? Like what do I need to do to find them? And so I'm going to take you through some stuff in the next episode, but just for this one, I just want you to, to realize if you're not attracting the right people, it doesn't matter how sexy your offer is. It doesn't matter how amazingly brilliant you are nobody's going to buy it because they don't have that problem that you're solving. And if you don't know what problem you're solving, start there. Really focus this down. When I see people having a hard time with their marketing, this is always the number one thing that I go to. What's the problem your audience has? How do they describe it? And how do you solve it in a way that really is interesting to them? Is it faster? Is it cheaper? Is it a different approach? Do you get different kinds of results? Like what is the problem that you solve? And then attract the audience that wants to solve that problem. So that's marketing funnel stage number one. Marketing funnel stage number two, you need to create a desire in that audience to know more. So in the first one, when you're going out and you're attracting people, you're creating free content, right? You're attracting them through blogs, uh, podcasts, videos, speaking, um, I don't know, emails, uh, being featured on other people's platforms. I don't know all the ways that you want to be focused um, on your outreach efforts and finding your audience. Maybe you're really active in Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups or on Medium or on Quora or whatever. I don't know all the places where you're at. Uh, And you definitely do not have to be at all those places. It just kind of depends on your skill set and where your audience is at. But once you've gone out there and you've done that, where people are like, huh, who, you know, I want to know more about this person or this business. That's when you enter marketing funnel stage two, which is create a desire to know more. This is where your lead magnet comes in. You know, if you have a great lead magnet that you've put out there and people just aren't biting Either you're not in front of the right audience or you haven't created enough of a desire to know more about what's in that lead magnet, to know more about what you have to offer. And so that's marketing funnel stage two is just to be like, hey, if you want to go a little deeper, here's how. Or, you know, make make a promise, create that desire in your audience so that they want to know more. And then you move into marketing funnel stage three, which is make an offer. You know, between funnels, marketing funnel stage two and marketing funnel stage three, you're warming them up. You're setting the stage for your offer. You're helping them understand why you're the person they should listen to, why your offer is different than other offers out there, and why now is the time to really make a decision. And then you enter marketing funnel stage three, where you say, and here's my offer, ta-da! 
And then you say, and here's some people who've taken me up on my offer and here's their great success stories. You know, here's some ways that I'm going to make sure that you're really, really supported and that this is unlike any other offer out there. Here's my, you know, guarantee, whatever your guarantee is. Like that all happens in funnel stage three that leads them to marketing funnel stage four, which is they actually take out their wallet and they purchase your offer. So those are the four stages of the marketing funnel. And obviously, um, there's stuff that comes after, you know, when somebody purchases. I mean, you need to deliver on what they bought. They need to have a great experience. You need to make sure that they're, you know, engaged in getting what they purchased. But, you know, at the, at the highest level, this is what a marketing funnel is. Attract the right people, create desire in those people to know more, make them an offer they can't refuse if you like the Godfather, and then um, have them purchase your offer. And the reason why it's called a funnel is because at marketing funnel stage one, which is the attract your audience stage, like you should be, you should be in front of a lot of people. You know, when I do um, Facebook ads for people, you know, we might be in front of a couple hundred thousand to a couple million people getting videos out there, getting podcasts out there, you know, whatever, putting blog posts in front of them to really try to attract the audience. That's the big, like, that's your big net, right? Of the funnel is trying to say, hey, who's kind of interested in this? And then marketing funnel stage two is saying, all right, you showed me that you're interested. You read my blog post, you watched my video, you, you know, commented on my podcast, you know, whatever. Now, would you like the, would you like to opt in? Would you like to know more? And then, you know, a, a certain percentage of them. So let's say a million people see your video and maybe, you know, a thousand say, yep, I have the desire to know more. And then, you know, you make an offer and maybe, you know, as, as people are going through this, maybe a hundred of those thousands see your offer and maybe 10 of them decide to purchase. Now, those are not the best conversion numbers, but that's just off the top of my head, but that's how a funnel works. You can see it starts really big at the top where you're attracting people and getting out there and saying, hey, you know, I have <laughs> I have something that you might want to pay attention to. And some of them, you know, mosey on over and say, hmm, tell me more. I don't know if you've seen the movie Wreck-It Ralph 2. It's really, it's a really funny kids movie. It's an animated movie, but there's this, this scene in Wreck-It Ralph 2, if you have seen it, you know, bear with, if you haven't seen it, bear with me. If you have seen it, you're going to laugh. Where they're basically in the YouTube headquarters and they're trying to create these viral videos. But, you know, they're like physically in the YouTube headquarters and there's all these hearts flying over, over the place and they have like this vacuum cleaner trying to vacuum up hearts about how viral their video is. And it just makes me think of this at the, uh, at the aware, you know, attract your audience stage of the marketing funnel is like, you're up there creating stuff and you're putting it out there and you're saying, do you like this? Do you want more? Do you want to hear more? And you have to be brave enough to get up there and to share it. You have to be brave enough to come out from, you know, behind your desk or behind your computer screen and say, I've got something for you. And if you haven't seen Wreck-It Ralph 2, uh, um, you might want to just, you know, go on YouTube and 
find the 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 <laughs> the YouTube Wreck It Ralph too because it's pretty funny as they're like vacuuming up all the hearts trying to you know be up on stage and be the top people. But that's kind of what it's like at the top of the marketing funnel. You're not out there with vacuum cleaners, you know, uh, <laughs> getting people's hearts, but you are trying to attract people to you. You're trying to get their attention. You're trying to have them say, huh, that sounds interesting. Tell me more. And then you're trying to invite them to opt in and, you know, commit at least their email address to you. And then you can make an offer and then a a few of them will buy your offer. That's how a marketing funnel works. And, you know, you can decide how you set it up. Because the kicker is that the thing that really trips a lot of people up is they feel like it has to be so techy, so like overwhelmingly difficult. And it's not true. It just needs to be focused. It needs to be focused on serving your audience, on understanding their problem and how you solve that problem. Like that is the bottom line here. And think about it for yourself. One of the best ways to do this is to become super aware of how this works on you. Think about the last product, program, or service that you purchased online for yourself or your business. I mean, it could be your last purchase on Amazon. It could be, you know, some class that you just bought. It could be any number of things. But I want you to ask yourself each and every time you do that, number one, what are the steps that you went through to make your decision to buy? Number two, what questions did you have? Number three, what was interesting or intriguing to you? And number four, what got you to say yes and buy? So if you don't know this, my husband has a photography business. And when he first started out, he did tons of different kinds of photography, baby photography, wedding photography, family photography, um, engagements, um, and headshots. And over time, he found that he really, really loves headshots. He didn't love babies. He didn't love how they, you know, peed all over the studio. He he didn't want to do senior photos because those were just so um, specialized. Like, you really have to kind of be in tune with that market. And he hated weddings because of the stress of trying to get it perfect because you cannot recreate the day. And so over time, he was like, you know what? I really love headshots. And specifically, he loves doing professional headshots uh, for people who are, you know, in a workplace or who have their own business. Um, He likes to do actor headshots and model headshots. And, And so he really honed in his business. And before he did this, he had kind of a hard time getting a consistent amount of business. I mean, he he got business every year, but it, it wasn't consistent and it didn't, it wasn't in the flow. And so after he got really focused, he knew exactly where his people were. He knew that actors were hanging out in these actor Facebook groups. He knew that models were hanging out in this model Facebook group. He knew that he could connect with um, stylists and agents and uh, makeup artists and hair people and that they would have clients to send his way. And he knew for um, professional headshots that like executive assistants talk to one another a lot and that he could get in with them. So he knew where his audience was at. Then he created really specific pages 
on his website for each of these um, groups. And he's still building this out because the truth is he's gotten so many referrals that he hasn't had to worry about it too much. Uh, Because one of the biggest things that he found is that people wanted to know, have you had this person take a, a photo of you and were you happy with your experience? And so he's, he just gets um, tons and tons of referrals. For example, just uh, maybe about 10 days ago, um, somebody posted in one of the Facebook groups, hey, I need some new um, headshots. It was in an actor Facebook group. Hey, I need some new headshots. Who do you recommend locally? And they had an example of the kind of headshot they wanted. And five people responded. Three of those people tagged my husband and said, you have to work with him. Two other people um, put themselves up and said, I do that. I do that. And so, you know, based on that within, you know, like 20, 30 minutes, the person's like, geez, three people recommended you. I got to come to you. And he literally had a booking. They paid for it and they booked. And that is as easy as it can be. But it really starts with knowing who your audience is, knowing what their problem is and really, really delivering on what they're wanting. And, and he doesn't, he, I mean, he has a website and he has like a, (laughs) a purchase now button, but a lot of it, he just does through messenger because, uh, he hasn't wanted my help setting up a, uh, full funnel yet, but he's getting so much business just from doing it this really, really simple way because he delivers. He knows the problem people have and he delivers and he can talk to them about wardrobe and he knows exactly what problems that they are up against and exactly how to talk to them. And when you do this and you come up with the steps that really work for you, whether they're fully techie and built out or whether they're as simple as building your reputation amongst your target audience and then just using Facebook Messenger to go back and forth with people, whatever works best for you, you've got to start off by attracting your audience, creating desire in that audience, having an offer that meets the problem they want to solve, and then making it easy for them to buy. Those are the four stages of your marketing funnel, and however you build them out is right for you as long as people take action on it, right? If nobody's taking action, then you probably need to change something. All right, I'd love to hear how this goes for you. What do you think of a marketing funnel now that I've broken it down in this way? What will you look at before you dive into a marketing funnel for your own business? Are you super familiar with the problem that your audience has? Do you know where they hang out? I'd love to hear back from you. What are your questions? Hit me up on social media or email me, michelle at michellelevans.com. And as you were listening to this, did you think of someone who could use these insights about creating profit without worry and creating a really simple marketing funnel for their business? If you could think of someone who could use this, would you do both of us a big favor and share this episode with them? It's super easy to do from whatever podcasting app you're listening on or Just go to the URL for today's show, which is profitwithoutworry.com forward slash episode dash 98. And your friend can listen right there. And don't forget to download your freebie, Five Steps to Profit Without Worry. 
You can get that at today's show notes or profitwithoutworry.com forward slash free so that you can see what it takes to create a movement with your marketing. All right. I hope that you have an absolutely amazing week and I'll see you back here next week. Same time, same place on another great episode of Profit Without Worry. See you then. 